Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People whose wife got the Jekyll Hyde switch flipped on them in the middle of the night for some reason. Don't know exactly what happened. I'm a little bit nervous about this show. I told you it's the dawn of the new era. It really is, and I don't know what the fucking deal is. Kim woke up one day and just everything is different. She's a completely different person. You will not believe this, but she said, you're taking me to the store today to buy an iPad. Go. Now, that's not the Kim I know. I didn't say it like that. Pretty much. Not really. Okay, here you said, ah, I think I need a new iPod. Then we went to the store and I said, which kind of iPod would you like? And what did you say? Uh, make that an iPad, please. So <laughs> you do understand that how confusing that is to me, right? You've spent decades kicking me in the balls every time I look at something that costs more than $20. Right? Yeah. And now the new Kim was just like, give me, give it. Come on. I want what I want. I can't be denied. I was reasonable about it. I guess. <laughs> kind of. I didn't ask for top of the line. Well, okay, that's true. That's true. But I don't know. You're just different. You're treating people different. You're a lot pushier, more aggressive. Just just reflecting. I'm just hoping it's sluttier. That's what Cut I'm it out. really what I'm looking for is the new chem is kind of sluttier. Just too. dishing out what I've been given. Now <laughs> Not, I don't think that's it's true. The old mirror. I don't. I don't think it's true. It is. People are just taken aback by it. Time to suck it up, people. I think you have the. You could have given us a little bit of warning. No. I think you could have said, "I'm about to make I didn't some know. changes." Just happened. Is this like your avocado bullshit? I hate avocados. I will eat every avocado that lands in front of me. That's how fast it was. From nothing to that's all I'm going to eat. Who knows how long it'll last. I'm going to enjoy it while it's here. I just think it's odd. I don't know what I did to deserve it. That's all I'm saying. Are you complaining? I don't know yet. Well, that's <laughs> it can't be that bad if you're not complaining. I don't know yet. It's just you're very different. and It's kind of alarming. And this is one of those things that happens. And then one day I go to school and I come back and there's no kids here. And you're on the floor with five or six chicks scissoring all over the place. Oh, would you shut just up? Saying. Just saying. Why does everything always end up me in a lesbian pile? Because that's how I foresee our Whatever. future. One day you're just going to go, you know what? I was wrong. I don't like pe- I don't like men at all. Get out. I'll be like, oh. Mainly, and I don't think you'll actually turn into, you know. I don't anybody just magically turns okay. into anything. You're being ridiculous. Listen, I don't think that that's what's going to happen, but I think that's what you'll say just so I can't refute it. Like, because there's no response to that. Well, that's true. What are you going to do? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, this is episode number 643, Lessons. Like, I've been giving Kim lessons all day on how to use her fucking iPad. Yeah, Press I'm a noob. Press the button. A little bit of a noob. Scroll There's a learning curve. Something different. I'm glad that you I enjoy like it. it. I'm glad you enjoy it. That's all I'm saying. I'm I t- promptly put all my pictures on there, and I was a little bit afraid. <laughs> how many were there? 5,500? I was a little alarmed when you put it on there. I said, okay, just, you know, you can you have a lot of space. Don't worry about it. Put all your music on here, whatever you want to put on there. And he said, okay, I'm going to do all my pictures. And then he goes... I think it's 5,700. Yeah, and then he goes, uh, optimizing 5,700 photos. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't want to use your iPad right this second because I think it took three hours to get all your pictures Something on the like iPad. That. 
I'm the mom. I'm the keeper of the photos. I know. I, I was really taken aback. I didn't realize you had that many. I was really surprised. But I'm glad you have them now. You can carry them around and get your little photo album everywhere no, you go. No, I like it. Well, well, I'm not taking it out of the house, so the people that will see them are the people that... You could. Yeah. You could. I mean, it's not like you have to keep it here. You get you a bag. I mean, my bag was cheap. We could get you one like the one I, I think it's funny, there. though, that I had mine for a day, and I got a uh, case for it. And you're like all jealous. Okay, of my here's case. here's what happened. Here's what happened. When I got mine, the choices of cases you I could know get you had like were I, I had like literally two choices, mm-hmm. and they're they're protective, but they're kind of big. It's not that big. It's about three times bigger than the one that you got, and I don't know that it offers all that much more protection. I mean, I have a whole frame on the front of mine that you don't. Well, have. that's true. I don't know. It's fine. But now I don't have to print shit out for Kim. She can do it all on her iPad, so that's good. One less thing for me to have to worry about. Anyway, this is episode number 643, Lessons. Kim got some fucking ornery lessons in the middle of the night. Are you possessed? Is that what's happening? This is a Jennifer's body thing. You wish. No, I don't. Yes, you do. She turned into a fucking crazy-ass demon that was chewing people in half. I don't need that. I don't need it at all. Anyway, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Plus, that would mean you'd have big old fucking scary boat or thumbs. That's and true. I'm not down with that. Boo. I have a pointy thumb. Does that count? Kind of. Anyway, Amazon, thanks for being my sponsor. You never let me down. You're the best. So fucking awesome. But Amazon, I'm going to request that you go back to putting a lid on how much people can charge for their fucking books. Some people are now charging more for the Kindle books than the paper books. And you know what my answer yeah, to that is? that's not right. But it may, be, it may be Amazon actually pulling a trick on us. You know what I'm saying? Because Amazon still sets the price for their print books. But they don't set prices for their ebooks, right? So you think the ebook was priced and then they said, we got to sh- shove some of these printed books out of here. Well, we got I, too many of them. I think they're trying to convince uh, publishers to play the game. Right? Like, if you don't cooperate with us, we're going to fucking shovelware all of your books and people will stop buying them because they won't think they're worth anything. You know, we'll take a loss on it, but we're going to sell all your fucking new hardbacks at five bucks a pop. Now what, bitches? I don't know. Doesn't make any sense either way. I it just need to stop, Richard Patterson. Fucking douche. So today, I decided I was going to go for a motorcycle ride. I hadn't had time to go for one in a while. It was a beautiful day. Got up this morning. I had to get up at the fucking ass crack of dawn as usual hauling people to all over the fucking town so i got home and i was like you know i'm gonna take a bike ride i haven't taken one in a while and i decided to take a nice long ride out to possum kingdom which for me most of a day most of a day to get mm-hmm. there and back and I, I told you i was going for a ride so i'm gonna be gone for a long time you can use my should be able to use google latitude to keep an eyeball on me right you said okay so i take off and uh <sighs> The problem was, as I got, as I, I went on my journey and I left civilization, I didn't know it because my phone was in my pocket, but I lost all reception. And my satellite said, I can't reach you in the fucking middle of nowhere. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Which was a little surprising. I didn't realize that I literally was not going to be able to get any connection 20 miles west of Fort Worth. I had no idea. Well, now you know. Well, I also know that once you get on that side of Fort Worth, it's like a different fucking country. I yeah, think started to get a little bit scary. Well, everything was very foreign looking. Okay, you know how people get all freaked out by the tea party, and you and I were always like, whatever. Uh, 
That's because I found out where the Tea Party lives. And they're scary there. If you lived in a dense concentration of them, it's a little bit frightening. Because everywhere that I went, and see, I'm going to say this and people are going to think I'm a hypocrite. When I got west of Fort Worth a ways, every store, well, not every store, every store that had customers had a sign in the front that said American owned, American operated. Now, that meant that the 7-Elevens that I saw were empty. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. No one was there. But like the mom and pop gas stations had lines of cars getting gas. That's not an exaggeration. Well, good. Okay. I like that. I am not saying that it's bad. But do you see how the it's one there's you're one step away from burning shit down. You see what I'm saying? I guess so. They're close. They're close to the edge. That's all I'm saying. It's just something you gotta kinda you it's a little bit tense. I don't think Ahmed working at the fucking seven eleven was feeling real comfortable that day. So I'll just put it that way. So and as I I drove out here into the hinterlands and didn't realize that Kim wasn't able to keep track of me. Because I don't when I'm riding my bike, I don't. I have no interest in calling home. Well, sure, I, and I know that. Right. I mean, my my goal on getting on the motorcycle and saying I'm going to be gone for five hours is I'm gonna, I'm not going to be here for five hours. I want people to be away from me, and I want to be away from people so that they miss me. You guys think, oh, I wish Dad was here. He could help us do X, but he's not. He's out having fun. And I got to Possum Kingdom, and there's a little water burger there, and I decided I was going to stop and get some water, and. uh take a pass you know get some get my blood sugar back up because riding a motorcycle when it's windy is a little bit of work so as i get out i realize there's fucking no one i haven't seen anyone for 15 20 minutes there are no cars here and i can't looking up and down the road i don't see any signs of life as far as i can see i don't see houses out on the horizon i see nothing and this Whataburger isn't, doesn't look like a Whataburger. It looks like an old fucking shack. I didn't know it was a Whataburger. Because it had a big Whataburger sign oh. out front. And when you get inside, there's a counter that says Whataburger. And there's a pack of inbreds wearing Whataburger hats. Nice. I walked in and they all just stared at me. Nobody said anything. Nobody, I mean, they just looked at me. I was like, okay. And it's also a gas station and a convenience store. Of course. Why not? So I decided I'm only going to eat packaged foods. I'm not letting. Oh, you're not going to let them cook. They've been Hell waiting for their no. one customer so they could cook Hell all no. day long and deny. Here's the, here's the thing. They had decorated the place for Halloween far too convincingly. I was, Maybe it wasn't Halloween decorations. That, that's what I'm saying. That? That's what I'm saying. And I know a lot of people are going to say, Possum Kingdom is not in the middle of nowhere. It is. Okay? It is. I understand that it's only an hour outside of Fort Worth. It might as well be on the moon. Okay, it's called Possum Kingdom. Right. And I was, It's I, not a normal I, name. I kept thinking of that Toadie song. Right, know, right. right. <laughs> and then they're all staring at me, so I get a bag of chips and a bottle of water, and I buy it, and I sit down, and that's when I open my phone, and I go, oh, shit. I don't have, I have zero bars. And my little satellite sing- signal is out. It's not on. Which means mm-hmm. I, I am disconnected from the outside world for the first time in probably 10 years. You're like, great. Now I'm in the scariest place I can think of. Right. Right. And then it started to fill up. Right? Like, when like I, a stranger came to town and yes, now everybody's got to come that, see what's going on. That is what it felt like. All of a sudden, people start pouring into this place. 
they all get their Whataburger triples. Nobody gets a regular one. Everybody gets a triple. Everybody gets a supersized fry. Everybody gets the giant gallon of soda. And they all sit so they can see me. Nobody, right. nobody is that's sitting. That's never uncomfortable. Nobody is sitting with their back to me. That And that's no lie either. People are sitting, two people would go to a booth, sit down so they on the same side so they could face me. So that's when I said, it's time for me to go. And I went outside and I finally got one bar and I called you. And you sounded like you had not only experienced what I had just experienced, mm-hmm. but you had also seen the future and I'd been eaten by cannibals. I know. It was like a, it must have been something in the air, like a tense time sort of day that was like everything was aligned just right. Everybody I, I had to be all freaked out. Because you were totally freaked out. I was. You were, you were acting like I was some kind of big dickhead because I'd been gone for an hour and a half. No, at that point, you'd already been gone, I've been gone for, for almost three, three and a half That's hours, true. three and a half hours. And I hadn't heard a word from you the whole time. Okay. Now, granted, I couldn't get, I had changed the password on my uh, Gmail. Gmail account. And it took forever and a day to type in the friggin' fracking special little code that they had because it was impossible to read on there. So it took me about an hour. Just to set it back up again so I could check out Latitude. <laughs> what I find interesting about why it took an hour is because as far as I know, the answer is you put in your password and hit the button. <laughs> it wasn't, though. Okay. It's, you know, it's that little gobbledygook. The CAPTCHA is what they call it. Yes. And it was, and it the- was never <laughs> accepting it. I must have done it 50 different times. It was pissing me off. So finally, it magically decides it's going to accept whatever crap I typed in. Right. And so fine. I pull up the Latitude to find where you are. And at first I'm looking at it and I'm like, what is that? Because it shows you and then it shows all this blue. And I was like, why isn't it showing me any road details or anything? So I was like, I don't get it. So I, I take my fingers and I, I'm panning back. I'm making it. <laughs> um, it shows you smack dab in the middle of a lake. So I'm thinking, okay, well, that's just weird. Maybe he's crossing a bridge. That was right. my first thought. He's crossing right. a bridge. I'll just give it a few more minutes. Did you zoom in and see there was no bridge? Well, no, but I didn't know if they would actually have it or not. And it wouldn't let me do street view because you can't do the street view on there. But nobody, there's no street view at the bottom of a lake. Exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't let me do it. So I'm thinking, well, that's just really weird. So I wait. And about 30 minutes later, I look. Still at the bottom of the lake. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe he actually is in the freaking lake. Now what do I do? So I come in the den and you had smartly printed out your intended route. I, I always tell you exactly where I'm going to go. Well, you usually tell me where you're going to go, but you don't print out your exact route. Okay. I, I thought I usually had, or I'd left it up on your computer. Maybe I didn't print it. No. Anyway, okay. So I was happy for that. And I'm thinking, okay. I know where your last GPS signal was because it's showing me it's in the damn lake. So I'm going to look at this thing so I can at least, if I have to call the authorities, I can tell them where to look. How, how much longer are you going to wait before? I the- don't know. <laughs> That's why I was thinking. I was like, if he's in the damn lake, how long do I wait? What the hell do I do? Well, here's, here's the tip. So I texted you nothing. If I, was, if I was already in the lake after four or five minutes, there's no point in calling anybody. I know, but you can still do body recovery. You'd know where nice. to look for it. Nice. I know, but that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, what the hell? And, and so I called and it went straight to voicemail. And I'm thinking, okay, I really got to pinpoint where this is at this point before his phone goes dead. Because I'm thinking you're <laughs> at the, in the lake. 
And I'm flipping out and I'm trying not to. Thing three goes, Mom, quit being so stressed out. What is your problem? <sighs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, okay. Dad might be in the bottom of the freaking lake. Here's here's the thing. You're no longer allowed to watch Escaped. I shouldn't be alive. Seconds from disaster. None of those shows. You're cut off. Because if you had looked at my route, you would see there's no possible way I could be in the lake. No, I don't know what the train is like. I'm like thinking maybe you came around a corner too fast and you went flying off a cliff. And I flew a quarter mile. I flew a quarter mile through the air. (laughs) That, That stuff is not all that terribly accurate. I mean, you can't just... Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Come on. I just, I was just a little taken aback how panicky you got. It so. was very panicky. And then you finally called me. I felt so much better. But I was, oh, it was just goodness. the weirdest thing. I was like, now what am I supposed to do? But the irritating thing about that latitude was it never did pick up a signal again. Even well, when you were home, I, I have to it look still showed. If anybody you. has any experience using Google Latitude, somebody needs to explain why sometimes it works perfectly. Like, I can pinpoint where everybody in my family is at all times. And other times it just goes, nah, fuck you. I'll do it or I won't. You know, by the time you got home, I mean, like I said, it was like three hours behind. Yeah, that was kind of weird. That was kind of weird. So it was, it was of no help to me. It was a good ride today. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a good ride. I enjoyed it. Well, I, weren't you worried about um, getting initiated? Yeah, I thought I was going to get jumped into a motorcycle gang. That was a little bit obnoxious. I was I was driving. Why'd you think you were going to get jumped? I mean, you just automatically assume the worst when people are being friendly and waving to you? No, 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 no. I don't. But I am. I am. And I think everybody needs to be a little bit leery of very large groups of motorcycles. And I'm talking probably 50 bikes. You just need to be paying attention to what the fuck they're doing. Because you, you don't know what they're up to. And I was driving and I got fairly close to one of these packs of bikes. And they all pulled into this barbecue place. And there were even more bikes already in the barbecue place. And these were not like, they, they didn't look like guys riding like me. Right? Like if you see me, I've got a full face helmet on. I've got a, a bright jacket. So you can fucking see me and I don't get killed. And I I don't look like I've come to your town to rape all your women and kill your men. You know what I'm saying? These guys all were flying the rockers and the full, the full patch on their back. And, uh, none of them had helmets on. And I, I'm not trying to stereotype people, but they, they just did not look nice. They pulled in, and then a guy slows down ahead of me, and another guy in the parking lot starts, like, ferociously waving me to come in. Now, they might have just wanted to buy me a beer. On the other hand, they might have seen that I was not riding a Harley and decided they were going to ass-rate me and make me do a strip tease for him on the pool table. I'm not going to... Either sti- way, you were having none of it, I'm right? not going to stick around and find out. I'm not. Because here's one thing I have also learned. Large groups of people that know each other, you don't want to be the one guy that doesn't know them. Because even if it starts even off, if they're as, being nice, you're still uncomfortable, right? Everybody starts off it's a nice time. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody gets five or six beers in them, and they start eyeballing you. How, how'd this guy get in here? Mm-mm. Drive on. But other than that, it was a good ride, and I'm sorry that it distressed you. It did. Did you, did you think to yourself, if like a huge adrenaline rush, my heart was pounding? And did you think to yourself, if my husband isn't really dead at the bottom of Possum Kingdom, now I'm going to kill gonna, him? I'm going to suck all the sperms out of his balls when he gets home. Cut it out. No. Of course not. Why would you? It didn't make you love me. I was me. trying to put my, my CSI hat on. <sighs> trying to figure out where he's did it, did it make you love me even just a little bit more than normal? Because you're afraid I was dead. Okay, maybe. And then maybe you should have instead of just. Oh, re- would you stop saying what I should do? <laughs> Cut it out. See, I was warning you guys. The new Kim's coming out. Run for cover. Oh, no. New, new, new news with Kim. Young women at a party attended by about 
50 Central Washington University students and other young people were the primary target of spiked drinks, authorities said Saturday. Some of the victims said they had consumed only one or two beverages before becoming ill, the LM Rosalind Police Chief Scott Ferguson said. Central Washington University students who attended the party told CNN affiliate Como on Saturday that they believed a bottle of vodka at the party had been spiked with a date rape drug known as rupees. So that's the thing one. I haven't. But that's the first thing I thought of was like, oh, snap. What I thought was weird was where this party took place. Me too. Okay. If you've ever seen the Northern Exposure, and I realize that many listeners of the show weren't even alive when it was on the air. But it, it was about a town in Alaska, only it was actually filmed in a town in central Washington called Roslyn, right? And it's a very small fly speck on the map kind of town. There's nothing there. Yeah. It's about like Main Street, and that's about it. Right. It's about an hour and a half from Seattle, right? Maybe, yeah, about an hour and a half. Like something like that. So it's not totally out in the middle of boonies, but it's very small, and it's too far to fucking go to for a party. I agree. <laughs> I just thought the whole thing was weird. Well, and then, okay, so you got these girls that are drinking. It, I, I assume that they were all girls. Did they say they were all girls? They are all girls. So I guess the well, no, guys that attended says, made sure that only the girls no, drank it, out of that. It wasn't all girls. It said 50 Central Washington University students and other young people. Okay, so one of them goes to the grocery store and ends up passing out. Right. Then they go to the house and find everybody else all passed out all over the place. I remember the good old days is that? when you wanted to slip somebody a roofie, you very carefully slipped it into their drink. You got to be a little particular, right? choosy. Though I guess, you know, if, if there's a bunch of you that get together and you, you ch- all chip in for roofies and you're not partic- too particular, you just go, let's just, we're going to spike all the drinks and whoever passes out, we'll just take turns fucking them. Can you we... overdose on that? Uh, yes. See, that's the thing. What if... You know, they're lucky, I guess, that they only had one or two drinks. If they had consumed more, like they're chugging it or, God forbid, doing, like, vodka bongs or something. You know, and, they, and then people ended up right. dying left well, and right. Now people, what? A lot of people got very sick. And roofies are a hardcore depressant. So, yeah, you could kill somebody pretty easily. That's not cool. It's not funny. It's not a joke. I don't know why these kids think that it's harmless. Because it's not. No, any anytime you put anything in somebody's drink, you're you're taking the risk that you will kill them. Even stuff that's relatively simple, like you remember when horny goat weed was all their age. Maybe because you're a girl, you weren't aware, but there was like, nah, put some horny goat weed in your girl's drink, and she'll get all fucking rambunctious. Now, to be fair, they say it works. I mean, scientists and shit said it does work, but it's one of those things that causes basically it flushes your system with blood, right? So your blood pressure goes up. And, like, if I tried it on you, you would just die. Yeah, not cool. Right. <laughs> not to mention the fact that the drugging people on the slice, so like, you get a benefit from it. Not cool. You don't knock somebody down and take advantage of them just so you can get whatever prize it is you're after. It's gross. Well, and that's the thing, too. I, I honestly, and I know you're like, whatever, I know how you think. I, I would never have sex with somebody that was asleep or passed out. Never. I, I can't even imagine it being in any way fun. N- not to mention just the gruesomeness of it. But I, I can't imagine that it would be entertaining at all. And I'm saying there's something wrong with you if you think that's fun. Yeah, it's just nasty. Now, that's not saying, you know, shouldn't jerk one on somebody's nose when they're sleeping because that's just party fun. But 
You didn't actually touch what him. What if it happened to you? I'm pretty sure you would change I, the I'd tune. Get, I'd punch somebody. Exactly. Well, I'm just saying it's party fun. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got anything in them. As long as you're clean. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It's scary. I wish that crap would just go away. Well, and the thing is, I know thing one's going to get all freaked out when she hears this, but there's a difference between what happened here and somebody serving hamburgers on campus. You know what I'm saying? I just wish she could understand what the difference was. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got to be careful. Sometimes your friends aren't so friendly. It's very true. Very true. All right. Next story. Sometimes adults aren't very friendly either. A former administrator at St. John's University, accused of embezzling about $1 million from the college in Queens, has now been charged with far more lurid crimes, forcing students to clean, cook, and act as her personal servants to keep their scholarships. The ex-administrator, Cecilia Chang, who served as a dean and vice president at the university, was charged with forced labor and bribery, according to a complaint made public by federal prosecutors on Thursday. As the dean of the Institute of Asian Studies at St. John's, Ms. Chang had the authority to grant 15 scholarships a year. The recipients, most of whom were from overseas, were told that they had to work 20 hours a week under her supervision. Nice. Not nice. I have the scholarships, so you'll do what I fucking tell you or you won't get one. Right. And of course, you know, they're exchange students basically from overseas. And so... You know, they don't know any different and they wouldn't know who to turn to for help or they would have no other place to be. You know what I'm saying? You're, she's in a position of authority. Oh, yeah. And how, what a scary thing. I mean, well, scholarships are few and far between okay. enough as it is. Right. To have and somebody threatening to take it away from you. Now, okay, to be fair, I didn't go to one of the fine institutions of higher learning such as yourself. But I have always had the impression for everybody that goes to college that I've talked to, especially people that I've talked to that have gone on to do higher degrees, masters, doctorates, that kind of thing, is that you are essentially going to be abused by your professors in whatever way they feel like abusing you, and you're going to fucking like it. And if you don't, they'll just boot your ass. You know, like any place that has fellowships or any place where you have to apply to get an internship so you can work on your one fucking thing that you need to get your archaeology degree. The people that run those don't give a fuck. They'll make you do any kind of shit work they can. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty typical, especially when you're doing research work or whatever. You're going to get all the grunt work. It, it's pretty much like internships everywhere. You're the low man on the totem pole. You're going to get the boring, tedious jobs. But that's completely different than scrubbing somebody's toilet. Maybe. Maybe. There's not a far cry from that between and you have to clean the lab every day. Because I knew some it people, is, I don't know, I knew some people that worked that worked at a college laboratory because they were trying to get their master's, and the shit that they had to do was ridiculous. They were literally working 16, 17 hours a day, and then they had to clean up all the shit, and then they had to transcribe lab notes and a bunch of other shit. It's, it's ridiculous. And I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think they're going to find out that most colleges have this kind of shit going on. Not to mention the, the newly kind of lax... I can fuck my students if I feel like fucking my students kind of attitude that a lot of colleges have. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think that is an accepted behavior from professors. I, it's not like it used to be. It used to be you fucked a student, you were done. And that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. I think the worst I ever did for a professor was babysit. And I got paid. 
So it wasn't like it was, you know, anything out of the norm. They never touched your boobs? Not even, no. Not even once? No, no. None of your professors ever looked at you indecently? I don't think so. I think that's totally not true. I saw what you looked like in college. I was dating you. Lots of people looked at you indecently. Lots of them. Lots of them. We're not going to find the bodies, but I know what happened. Cut it out. I'm just saying. I think for the most part. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those tricky things because, like I said, I, it's wrong. But I guarantee you this shit goes on. Anywhere there's a limited resource in colleges and a teacher controls it, this is what happens. Well, I really think that they need to throw the book at her because she was completely abusing her status. Yeah. And it's a form of mental terrorism for them. Right. It's just not nice. No, it's not. But, I mean, it happens at, at colleges. It I certainly at hope work. her clean toilets were worth it. Enjoy that <laughs> toilet now because you're going to um, hopefully share a toilet with somebody else and have absolutely no privacy. Well, but you know what? This is a lot like the people that hire illegals to clean their rooms and then they run for office and then they're surprised that people get pissed off at them. Mm. They, I mean, yeah. people do things that ruin their lives for really no, no appreciable benefit. You know what I mean, she was a college professor. She had plenty of money to pay for somebody to come clean your fucking house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's dumb. It's dumb. So yeah, I hope I hope she gets punished with lots of pain. Next story. An Australian woman who was on trial for murdering her husband said that she had only intended to burn the man's genitals. Virginie Narayan, 46, started the fire at the Unili home where she lived with Satish Narayan on December 7, 2008, because she was upset over his infidelity. I was going to purify his penis, leave a mark there, and then he would remain with me. He would be mine, the Telegraph quoted her as saying to the jury at the South Australian Supreme Court. Here's the thing, ladies. No. If you burn my cock, I'm leaving. <laughs> I won't look back. Exactly. It's not exactly an endearing quality. No. What if you got it behind your back? <laughs> exactly. Is that a match? You- I won't look back. I won't talk to you except for through my lawyer. And I will probably have a police restraining order if you're not in jail. You know, here's the thing about fire. Generally, it gets out of control rather quickly. Yes. And, you know, you have to put it out fast or that's it. Well, and she did it. Here's what happened. He was sleeping, right? And you can't. Despite what you may see in movies, human flesh is not particularly combustible. No, but I'm assuming if he was in bed, he had bed clothes but that's, on. That's what I'm get... saying. To light something on, to light a person on fire, you have to use fuel of some sort, an accelerant of some type. And they think it was probably alcohol, like rubbing alcohol, that she dumped on this guy. Yikes. Yes, and here's the problem. It's going to burn even without a flame. <laughs> yeah, it's going to hurt. put that on private parts. It's going to hurt. And, and the other thing is, you're not, I'm sure she wasn't very controlling. She probably just splashed it on him, right? So now it's on the sheets. Now it's on the bedding. And when that match hits, everything's going to go up like a ball. Of, it's just going to be a huge fucking fireball. That's it. And now he's dead. Whatever happens to her, she's, she deserves. I understand that he was probably not a nice guy. You don't set somebody on fire. That's what marriage counseling is for. Talk it through. Hug it out, bitch. Don't light people on fire and for any ladies that think that somehow mutilating your husband's genitals means that no other woman will ever want him so he will have to stay with you once you've mutilated my genitals i don't want women either and i i definitely don't want you exactly (laughs) 
not just women that do that. It's just guys do it too. Well, yes. I'm not I'm not saying they won't, but I'm just saying. I'm just explaining. This is not endearing your partner to you. <sighs> Disgusting. I wonder not, if she put that on her profile on match.com. <laughs> I'm looking for a man who will be faithful or I will light your cock. Exactly. What? <laughs> that a, in her newest prenup. I have a fire in my loins for you. No! <laughs> Fucking crazy. People are crazy. I'm worried about the, when you read these stories, especially with the new Kim. The new Kim is kind of scary. I would never do that. That's what you say now. I promise you that. That's what the old Kim would say. The new Kim would say that, oh, but she might be whatever. lying. She might be lying. Maybe you should just watch what you're saying. I Trust me, I am. I'm not saying shit anymore on the new Kim. All right, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Don't forget you can juice the Blackberry. Juice the Blackberry. That's what I get for talking to Derek in the chat room on the show. Juice the Blu-ray.com. Vote for some podcast. Alley.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. You know you want to. All right, Kim. Not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. 